Hello and welcome to the EFA News Podcast Tech Talk. I'm Harry Benjamin. On today's show, we'll be talking about the world of consumer and home electronics, focusing on current market trends in the build-up to this year's IFA in Berlin from the 2nd to the 6th of September. A little later on, we'll be joined by Dr. Sarah Varnaker, Managing Director of GFU Consumer and Home Electronics and Organiser of IFA. We chat about what to expect at this year's IFA, as well as how the markets have changed and developed over the last two years of the pandemic. Plenty to discuss then, and we look forward to catching up with Sarah a little later in the podcast. But first, all the latest news from the consumer and home electronics world, powered by the IFA Newsroom. And speaking of GFU, a new survey published by the IFA organiser has found consumers are willing to spend up to 50% or up to €150 more on sustainable white and brown goods if they will save them energy and money in the long term. The study included 2,500 consumers from Germany, France, the US, China, India and Russia and found that the COVID-19 pandemic has fostered greater appreciation for and reliance upon technology. However, consumers also expect more from their technology, including greater energy savings and better functionality. The GFU study found that consumers are willing to spend an average of 36% for an energy-efficient class that is two levels higher than for an otherwise identical device. They would even pay up to 47% more for a more efficient energy washing machine. In view of increasing energy costs, the advantage for economical technology is growing, GFU said. However, the survey also found that consumers do not really have an understanding of how much money they can save by switching to a higher energy efficiency class, estimating between 11 and 25 euros, when the saving is in fact 32 euros per year for a Class C refrigerator over a Class E model. The most effective target group turned out to be people over 35 years old with a month net income of more than €3,000. Also covered in the study are that multifunctional appliances are the preferred option amongst consumers with used devices seen as trendy due to the sustainability efforts. But the takeaway message? Consumers want their products to offer greater value for money. They want better quality for the price. They want greater demonstrable functionality and they want great design. The electric toothbrush market is predicted to grow to over $6 billion, driven by growing concerns over dental hygiene, a rise in the prevalence of periodontal diseases and increasing innovative technology. Other drivers include ease of usage, positioning an electric toothbrush as a smarter choice over manual alternatives despite their higher price point, according to analysis by Future Market Insights. Also, electric brush models specialised in teeth whitening and sensitive teeth brushing are among the other segments which are expected to witness a steady rise in popularity. The FMI report states, unlike manual toothbrushes, electric are integrated with efficient technology to improve conditions such as gingivitis, which ultimately results in plaque formation. Research also suggests that those with conditions such as arthritis, which restrict movement or make it painful, find it easier and more comfortable to use electric toothbrushes. More news on the way, and if you want to find out any more about the stories you've heard so far, simply head to the IFA newsroom online at news.ifa-berlin.com. Lots to digest then from the consumer and home electronics industry there as we get closer to IFA. And who better to discuss things further? Joining me now on the podcast, 
a leading figure from the consumer and home electronics world, managing director of GFU Consumer and Home Electronics and organiser of IFA, Dr. Sarah Wanaka. Sarah, thank you so much uh, for taking the time. Uh, first of all, well, IFA just around the corner, what will trade visitors expect from this year's IFA? Well, we are really delighted that the industry's presence at IFA 2022 is at such a high level. Uh, we are also pleased uh, to welcome back our longtime partners, the buying groups. All of them really decided to be present at IFA, which is to us an important signal. And the diversity of the exhibitors and the representation of nearly the entire market is also a very good prerequisite for the success of our exhibitors, uh, the trade and the trade visitors as well. And what are the biggest challenges to set up the most important trade show for consumer and home electronics after, of course, two years of a pandemic? Well, the headquarters of many companies uh, that are usually exhibiting at IFA are located in other parts of the world. So therefore, decisions whether to participate in IFA are not solely made in Germany or Europe, but somewhere where the pandemic has a different structure and uh, things worked out differently. So in addition, uh, these decisions are usually made uh, with a long time ahead. And uh, so the companies uh, had to make a decision regarding 2022 at a time when there was still a lot of uncertainty about the pandemic situation in September. And uh, there are still some pandemic related travel restrictions around the world. So the result is that some of the companies will not participate in IFA 2022, and we don't ex uh, quite expect the numbers from 2019. But nonetheless, we have really a very good market coverage, as I just uh, pointed out. Absolutely. And what makes IFA so different compared to other events of its kind? Well, IFA is the world's most important trade show for consumer electronics and home appliances. And the, the unique concept covers all relevant target groups, industry, trade, media, as well as the consumers. So we really cover it all. And in addition, IFA is an important order platform for the retailers in the run-up to the traditionally strongest sales period of the year, which is also a very good sign. Absolutely. Now, if we take a little closer look uh, at the markets, how have the consumer technical goods markets uh, been performing over these past two years? So in the years 2020, 2020 and 2021, there was a pandemic related boom with exceptional growth rates. And this phase has recently come to a rather abrupt end and we see declining markets globally. However, for most segments, uh, and that's really important to know, we are still at levels above the pre-pandemic year 2019. And so where are the biggest growth markets? So we can take a look at absolute numbers and at growth rates. Taking the absolute numbers first, by far the largest growth in turnover in 2021 was recorded for China, followed by Western Europe whereas the highest growth rates in 2021 were achieved in Russia, Ukraine, and Latin America. But uh, this was 2021, so that's an important uh, detail. 
Russia's war against Ukraine will certainly change the market development of both countries fundamentally. Of course. Uh, and now if we again look at uh, EFA coming up, what can we expect to actually see uh, at EFA this year and what are the main trends? Well, as usual, EFA will be the stage for all industry trends of the consumer and home electronics uh, and home appliances markets. And this will certainly include topics of the TV segment, such as picture size, resolution, picture enhancements, and perfect sound, as well as streaming, but also segments of the major domestic appliances and small domestic appliances, including the built-in kitchen appliances, I'm sure will show new possibilities of how to improve life at home. Um, let's not forget the latest product innovations in the area of body care and wellness. And as well, I think we will see a lot of uh, new uh, things concerning, this, uh, concerning the sustainability segment. And this will also be uh, driving innovation across all sectors, I'm sure. Absolutely. Exciting times ahead. So what are the main elements driving the industry at the moment? Well, uh, sustainability, uh, sustainability, for one, is definitely uh, one of the defining themes in, of the industry. And uh, modern approaches now include the entire life cycle of the products and span from development to production. They also deal with transport logistics as well as the energy consumption of the products while they are in use. And of course, also life end of life cycle solutions. Of course. Uh, in addition, uh, also topics like supply chain issues, rising energy costs and exceptionally high transport costs uh, will need to be addressed. Well, I, and on that, I suppose, what are the biggest challenges then for retailers at the moment? Well, just like everywhere, the retailers are also dealing with the increasing energy costs. And in addition, there is a weakening demand in the market. Uh, this is part, in part due to the inflation we've seen in the past few months. And additionally, people are very worried about paying their energy bills and uh, try to save money wherever it is possible. Uh, nevertheless, we also think uh, there are some opportunities for growth. And uh, for example, in the appliances sector with high energy efficiency, um, I think there is still an important uh, possibility and opportunity for growth. Also, the Soccer World Cup later this year has the potential to give, to give a positive impulse, I believe. Absolutely. And fi a final question for you. What excites you most about the TCG market today? Well, I'm very generally fascinated by the speed of innovation in the TCG products. And I think it is really exciting that particularly in the, the current situation where there is a strong focused on sustainability and energy scarcity, the industry is always succeeding in developing devices that are use less energy while managing to add more features to enrich our lives. Absolutely. Well, we're very excited for EFA to take place this year from the 2nd to the 6th of September. Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Some other news in the world of consumer and home electronics now, powered exclusively by the EFA Newsroom. 
wearables market is expected to grow by over $23 billion from 2020 to 2025, progressing at a CAGR of 6.70%, driven by growing preference for wearable payment devices, a latest report from TechNavio has found. In light of this preference to use wearables for making payments, manufacturers are keen to integrate NFC technology into most of their devices, such as smartwatches, smart bands, smart rings and others to enable contactless payments. This process is said to reduce transaction times compared to other methods and eliminated the need to carry cash or cards. However, because the wearables market is fragmented, vendors are deploying growth strategies such as developing innovative payment products and increasing their R&D investments as competition within the market intensifies. Interestingly, according to the analysis, the growing market of counterfeit products will present a major challenge for the wearables market during the forecasted period, with one of the biggest factors hindering market growth being the rise of counterfeit wearables electronic devices, with smartwatches and bands being the most common fake products available. To check out the full report, head online to the Ethan Newsroom. Finally, the global smart home security brand Esviz has announced its theme, Reliably Simple, Incredibly Smart, for IFA 2022 in September. Building an immersive, fun, smart home experience centre at booth number 119 in Hall 5.2, Esviz will be showcasing a wide range of smart home devices that are brand new to the global audience aiming to transform people's imagination of future smart living into real, solid products and systems. The company will provide on-site opportunities for visitors to get their hands on its newest tech. The brand will also be announcing its new range of smart home cameras as the company upgrades them to be energy efficient, AI-powered and smart home integrated and further facilities smart companionship in a connected era. And that just about does it for this edition of IFA's news podcast, Tech Talk. Thanks for joining us. I've been Harry Benjamin. To stay up to date with all the very latest news from IFA, head to the IFA newsroom, news.ifa-berlin.com. And don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe to this podcast. And I look forward to seeing you same time next month. Goodbye. Goodbye.